Hello and welcome to the Transforming You podcast. My name is Tori. I am a personal trainer, nutrition coach, wife, cat mama, Jesus freak, and I am here to talk to you about all things overall wellness, whether it is exercise, food and nutrition, faith and spirituality, or mental health. I have got you covered, girl. Let's get going. Hello and welcome back to Transforming You. I had this, I had planned this episode to go out last week, but if I can just be really honest, there are only one or two days a week that I can record and edit this podcast, even if I'm getting it out late. And it honestly just took a backseat to my personal life last week. I try not to let stuff like that happen too much, but life happens. So now this will be the week that I want to talk about why you would hire a coach or trainer when you could find a lot of information online for free. I think this is important to talk about because there's a lot of information and misinformation out there. There are a ton of coaches online these days, and there are also a lot of folks out there calling themselves coaches without much or any training credentials. So of course, as a coach, I think that coaching and personal training are really valuable resources, but it's also important to know some red flags so that you don't invest your money in the wrong place. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's address a couple obvious things first. One thing is that reaching any goal will take an investment of time, energy, and usually money, but also that a lot of health and wellness information can be found online for free. So if you're someone who's new to working out and you're just beginning to change your diet, it's going to be a long process to find out the best approach for you and to understand why it's the best for you and how to make it work effectively in a way you can sustain long term. It absolutely can be done but you have to be willing to put a good amount of time into learning and implementing all that information. And there's going to be some trial and error. And depending on your starting place and how much good information you find, it could take quite a while to see the results that you're looking for. Again, it for sure can be done. I'm not trying to overwhelm you (laughs) into hiring a coach. I just want to be honest with you that it took me years to learn this stuff. And I have so much that I'm still learning. So When you pay a coach, you pay them for the years that they've spent studying, learning, and trying things out so that you can just hit the ground running when you start working with them. So if you have a goal that you're working toward and you're not really sure where to start, your options are basically to spend a lot of time and energy researching and trying things out to see what works or to hire someone who has already done that legwork for you. Both options have their pros and cons, but generally I think that if it's possible to avoid reinventing the wheel, that's a good way to go. If you're determined to try for yourself first, I'll give some resources at the end of this episode and link them in the show notes so that you can at least get a decent idea of where to start looking for that kind of information. So yes, you can find the information to get you started and help you figure things out for yourself. It will be less personalized advice than you would get from a one-on-one coach or trainer, but you can find that online. For some people, the determination to figure it out and to save the money is enough to sacrifice the time to do it. And that's great when that happens. When it doesn't work that way for everyone, sometimes you get tired of finding new meals to try or putting new workouts together, or you don't like the workout plans that you find and you don't know why they're designed the way they are. So you don't know how to change the things you don't like about them so that you can still get the same results. And any number of things can come up when you're going with a more cookie cutter type um, system. And like I've mentioned before, 
a diet or workout plan that was made for the masses won't get you the individualized results that you're looking for. I think the biggest problem with trying to do it yourself is that you don't know what you don't know. So it could be that you found good information and made a plan based on that information and the plan feels like it should work for you, but you're just not seeing the results you want to see. And sometimes that's because our expectations are too high. And in that case, a coach would be the person to tell you to look at what you're doing and the results that you're getting. And they might actually tell you that everything is right on track. Maybe you're actually doing better than you realize and you're being too hard on yourself. Sometimes progress stalls for simple reasons you don't expect to like you're not drinking enough water, you're not getting enough sleep, you're not eating enough protein, you're not eating enough in general, you're not eating enough fiber. So many things that we don't always think about could be at the root of that problem. So so if you don't know what you're looking for, you could spin your wheels for a long time just trying to get more and more frustrated. A good coach will be able to work with you to see what's missing and help you find a way to make those adjustments. Now, when I ask my audience what they need the most between education, encouragement, and accountability, they almost always say accountability. And that is not something that you can get for free (laughs) with a Google search. It's something that you can maybe get from friends and family for free. But I don't know about you, sometimes that strategy works and sometimes it falls all the way apart. Sometimes people work really well together. They have similar goals. They have similar um, habits that they're trying to establish and they're actually around each other enough to be good accountability. Sometimes, though, people just end up encouraging the things that they both wanted to change. And so they just kind of get stuck in that vicious circle. So one of the biggest advantages to hiring a coach is the accountability. But then the biggest reason that people don't make the investment is that they're scared to spend the money. Now, sometimes just the money is literally not there. And I understand that. Sometimes it could be worked into the budget easily, but you're scared to spend it. And I get that too. No one likes wasting their money. When you're investing in your health, the only way that money can be wasted is if you get nothing out of it. If you invest with me and a lot of other coaches do this too. If you put the money in and at the end of the program, you've made no physical progress, You've established no new healthy habits. You don't feel any more content or confident in your body. Your relationship with food hasn't changed and you haven't learned anything. And you've actually used the advice and information you received. I and many other coaches will give you your money back. I don't want you walking away feeling like you wasted the time and the money. So if after working with me, you can honestly tell me that you went through the course, did the homework, did the workouts and participated in the nutrition coaching and got nothing in your life to be better for it. You get that money right back. I don't want to keep it if it didn't help you. But that's never happened. And actually, I I was debating whether or not to share this part, but it makes sense to me. That financial investment is a second layer of accountability because not only am I watching to make sure that you do the workouts and follow whatever nutrition plan we've come up with for you and making sure that you do the weekly check-ins, you also know that you need to make your investment worth it. You don't want to waste your money. You're going to look at everything I gave you. The money is only wasted if you don't use the coaching. And if you're in a place where you genuinely don't have the time or energy to commit to working on your health and really doing the program, then I don't want you to invest the money. And I know a lot of other coaches feel the same way. It's often a big investment and it should be a really exciting one because it means you're taking your health and your goals seriously. It means you're prioritizing yourself and changing your life for the better. It's a big step and it's a big commitment. And not everyone I talk to about working together is ready to make that commitment. And that's okay. That's okay. God willing, you will have more time 
and you can do it when you are ready. You have to figure out how to get ready because your health can't wait forever. But it's okay if it's not a yes today. That's all right. So if you feel stuck and tired and like you've just been spinning your wheels, trying to figure out what isn't working and you can't seem to change things, I really would recommend working with a health coach, whether it's me or someone else. Sometimes all we need is just a little kick in the butt to do the things that we already know that we need to do. So on to the next portion, which is if you're planning to hire someone, what should you look for in a coach and what are some red flags? I'll start with the basics. You want them to be certified. (laughs) If you want someone who's doing exercise programming, you want to see that they have a personal training certification. If they're offering nutrition coaching, but not meal plans, a certification is great, but I don't say it's necessary. However, if they are offering you personalized meal plans, they need to be a registered dietitian. RDs are the only folks who are qualified to give out meal plans. The furthest I will go in that direction is if a client is having a hard time hitting their macros, I watch what they track for a few days and show them where to make tweaks to what they are already doing, like things like adding more protein, for example. But I never tell them to like take this list of meals and this is what you eat now. I am not qualified to do that. So I don't offer it. So I guess that's a red flag. Anyone offering like individualized meal plans without an RD after their name is not staying within their scope. And that is potentially dangerous to your health. So don't don't sign up for that. I don't personally see um, need to see a long list of certifications or credentials from someone, but I would want that personal trainer certification as a minimum and the RD if you want meal plans. I would also love to see that they're committed to continuing their education be on that initial certification. I think that's really important for coaches to do because the programs that certify us can only give us so much information and there's a ton more to learn. But I want to be clear, the coach or coaches that you're checking out on social media very well could be doing a lot of personal or professional development behind the scenes that you just don't see. So don't rule them out because you can't automatically see clear evidence of it. They might just not be posting about it. I think a good test of this is if they are able to answer your questions either in the DMs or if you're on a phone call with them, if you ask something that they don't know the answer to, do they say they'll research it and get back to you? No one can be expected to be an expert in everything. So if they don't automatically know the answer to the question, unless it's something simple, that doesn't freak me out. But I wouldn't want to work with someone who didn't have the answers and isn't willing to go digging for them. So then I have I have just a couple red flags. The first, and I might get a little hate for this, but I'm going to stand by it, is if they're affiliated with an MLM that sells fitness or nutrition programs, programs, I would move right along. They don't, you don't have to be certified and they don't really get much, if anything, um, in terms of training on fitness, nutrition, or health. Their primary objective is always going to be to get you to buy the products from their company, whether or not they really believe or have good reason to believe that it will solve your problems. They also won't likely look for any kind of resources for you that don't come from the company that they work for. They're honestly just not looking out for your best interest. Now, hopefully this part doesn't even need to be said, but if you have a friend who's a good trainer, committed to furthering your training knowledge and all that, and you want them to coach you and you want to support them in that business, but they also sell like Mary Kay or something like that, that's not what I'm talking about. That's that's your call. I'm saying it. don't get your coach from from Beachbody, Herbalife, Thrive, It Works, or anything else like that. The second is maybe more of a yellow flag. This one is more up to you, but it's really important to make sure that the way they speak about their program, their clients, their clients' results, 
food and their own fitness journey feels like a fit for what your goals are. So for example, if you want to do a bikini competition, you'll want a coach who has done that. That is way different from anything else. If you get somebody who hasn't done it, they're not going to know how to help you. And if you don't want to do it, but you find someone who coaches people to do those competitions, they're not going to help you either. So that kind of fit is important. Um, If you want to learn how to repair your relationship with food and find new types of movement you enjoy, you might not vibe with a fat loss coach whose social media is full of before and after pictures. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of these things at all. There's nothing wrong with that coaching style at all. But if you are trying to care less about aesthetics and more about general health, then you probably don't want a coach who posts a lot of before and afters because they're just used to thinking differently about their program. And it's going to be more designed to help you get shredded than it is to help you repair your relationship with food in your body. Again, nothing at all wrong with any of it. Just make sure the person really does feel like a good fit for you and your goals. You're going to spend a decent amount of time with them and money on their programs. So you want to choose someone that you feel like you could be friends with, but who also knows their stuff and will support you the way that you need to be supported to keep you going. And if you know someone, um, if you know a coach that you like, but whose coaching style or whose niche isn't right for you, a good coach will probably happily make you a referral to someone who does more of what you actually are looking for. So that is all I have for today. But as promised, if you are determined to figure it out for yourself, a couple of resources I recommend are the PTDC and bodybuilding.com. And then whenever you're looking for health, wellness, or nutrition information, I try to mainly stick to the Cleveland Clinic, Mayo Clinic, Harvard Health, Hopkins Medicine, and Medical News Today. In a pinch, I'll look at WebMD, but really only if it relates pretty closely to what I've read on those other sites. Um, And since I rattled those off quickly, I'll put links in the show notes if you want to take a peek at those resources. Thank you again for joining me. If you are curious about my coaching style, you can find me on Instagram at Tori G. Writes. And if you have any questions, I would love to chat with you there or at Transforming You Pod on Instagram. Thank you again and have a great week. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you liked this podcast, I would love to hear from you over on Instagram. Um, if you want to reach out at Transforming You Pod or at Tori G Writes, I would love to hear if there's anything you learned today or if there's anything you would love to hear more of or if you just want to chat, I am always available. Talk to you soon, girl.